Good morning and welcome back to my podcast, Let's Talk Tea, the first trans girl based podcast. Before I get into this, I do want to say thank you for all the love and the positive response on my last episode. I literally, okay, the last podcast I took, I didn't think I was actually going to post it. I thought it was really like embarrassing. And then I sent it to my cousin. She showed like my aunt and their family and they were all like, oh, wait, no, bitch, you need to like post this. And I didn't get any negative responses. So either you guys are being fake as fuck or it was actually pretty good. All right. There is one thing I do want to talk about, though, which I have corrected for myself for this episode is that my last episode was scripted, just like violently scripted. And you could hear it when I listened back to the episode I was like, oh my God, this reminds me of when everybody's running for student council in like middle school and they have to write a speech and present it to their class. That's what it was giving. So I was like, I'm never doing a fucking script again. I have like pointers and things I want to talk about. However, I am not doing a script anymore. It just, it felt ingenuine. Well, okay, that and I was on like my Adderall. Oh, prescribed of course you know well I don't really need it I ha- I got prescribed it for school I was like on it like my whole life like a girl does have bad ADHD but I don't even fucking go to school anymore so you'd think you know Miko you don't need Adderall um but it's just that little pep in my step in the morning <laughs> It provides for me something the morning coffee can't. It keeps me skinny for the whole day. My stomach just gets so tight. I'm like, I can't even like imagine eating anything. Anyways, now that you guys think I'm addicted to stimulants, let's get into today's podcast. So yesterday I took it to Instagram stories and asked you guys what topics you might want to see on my podcast. And I realized there's a little bit of a disconnect, okay? We're not kind of meeting each other in the middle. So you guys ask things like HRT side effects, tips for coming out, my nighttime routine. The title of my next episode was You're Not an Attention-Seeking You're Just Traumatized. I realize we're not completely on the same page here. You know, I'm going to try to tone it down a bit. Also, like any background noise you hear at any point is just like me not being able to sit still. It is completely soundproof. You can't hear a sound. I can't hear anything outside. Outside can't hear me. However, I have a clock. I love it. It sits above my vanity. It's like a really pretty clock, but the time is just so off now. And it's the clock I used to wake up because I try not to check my phone first thing in the morning. But before I start the podcast, I have to straight up strip it off my wall and take the battery out so you can't hear the ticking because it's loud. And then um, when I'm done filming, I just put the battery right back in and stick it right back up there. But I guess I didn't do the timing right. So I thought I was waking up earlier than I was. I wanted to talk about something. I don't know. I can definitely get into this more in the future. Okay. If you are currently into a guy your age or younger and you're over the age of like 18, get it together. Guys that are like a little older and by a little older, I mean like mid 20s to late 20s. And it's where it's at. Guys with a little bit of an age gap, obviously, these are the guys that are 
taller, much taller, way stronger. They have bigger wallets. They know how to treat you better. They're going to be the ones that are like more figured out sexually. So those are like the guys that really know that they want you and they're not just like fuck boys experimenting. These are going to be the guys that like take you on dates and stuff to nice places too. And these are the ones that can like buy you drinks. Um, These older guys are so much less douchey. So I live in LA. Um, and just about everybody in my age range is like all the guys, at least the straight guys are that no matter the nicest straight guys here are still going to be douchey, like a little bit. That's just how it goes. Um, and they'll just say things that you're just like, oh, wow, like to other people even. But anyways, older guys, I don't know if they hide it better, but something is so much hotter about the way they aren't as openly Anyways, make sure you're staying in your legal age zone if you're a minor listening to this, which I fucking hope you are. I really pray to the Lord I don't have too many minors listening, but you know, when I was a minor, I was doing all kinds of But if you're going to do it anyways, I want to tell you how to do it safely because no one was telling me how to safely be trans and a whore at the same time when I was a minor. So I got into dangerous situations all the time, especially because I lived in a red state um, from the age of the end of my sophomore year to the beginning of my senior year. I lived in the most conservative part of Utah. I know what you're thinking. I like I'm California raised. My whole life I've lived in California, but I did live um publicly in Utah and like I was going to school there. All my friends were there. Like my life was in Utah, a red state. I went stealth for a bit, but I got exposed. I got outed in Utah like really bad. And so um, I got into dangerous situations all the time. There were nights where I was like, oh my God, if this guy knows that I'm trans, I'm getting like fucking murdered right here, right now. Um, I would just like every night go out with guys that like, I was on Tinder illegally. Back then when I was like 16, it was a lot easier to get away with being on Tinder as a minor. I don't know if they like check IDs now. I don't use Tinder anymore. I use Bumble now because Tinder is just like, it's a fuck fest. Like I like Bumble better because some people are looking for relationships. Some people want to make friends. Tinder is just an orgy. Another good thing about Bumble is if you ever get scared about your identity and you're going through like one of those like times where you're like, I don't really want all these guys knowing that I'm trans right now. Um, you can just switch to BFF and your profile is hidden from the dating world. So none of those guys have to come across your profile and see that you're trans, which is another reason I really like Bumble. I think I'm going to make a whole video at some point on dating apps and why I think that you should put being trans in your bio. It is not safe at all to go stealth on a dating app unless you are post-op, which most trans girls are not. But yeah, to finish my train of thought about experimenting with older guys, if you have a more flexible schedule or you just take less classes, I would definitely suggest going for older guys because they're gonna be the ones that can like make time for you and spend money on you and they're gonna want to see you more. Um, also there's just like, there is a bit of an edge to the little age gap, even though it's legal, 
um, it's still like, it's still hot because I remember when I was younger feeling like it was harder to pull older guys. I mean, I shouldn't have been pulling older guys at all, um, technically, and I shouldn't have been going on dates with guys seven years older than me as a minor, but it still happened anyways, y'all weirdos. But now that it's legal, um, there's still that like edge because, you know, for a while it was harder and now I can like actually do it. So if you are legal and you're a hot girl and you're thinking about getting iced out by guys a little bit older than you, I say do it. I mean, okay, if you're like 19 going on a date with like a 30-year-old, that is a little weird, but like make his make his pockets hurt. But I mean, that is a little bit like hashtag barely legal. So I don't know how I feel about that. But hey, I mean... The T-girls, the dolls, we need to do what we can to live that luxe life. Um, Most trans girls don't get to live luxury, so we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna get that Nobu, and we're gonna get that Birkin. You know, I didn't want this to be, like, a sex podcast, and now everyone who knows me and listens knows but they already did anyways. I mean, if you let your thoughts wander for a bit, I bet you can take a fucking gander. I probably don't bake cookies on the weekends. Oh, 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 oh. I have something that I want to discuss with y'all that would be good in this episode. Conservative boys. I could do a whole episode about that too. I've talked about older guys, so now I'm going to talk about conservative boys, which if you know me, you know, Abby Lee Miller taught me from a young age uh, to never discuss religion and never discuss politics. Um, I'm not going to let you know which way I slant. I will say I am pretty moderate, especially especially for a trans girl. I'm definitely more somewhere in the middle. My parents are very moderate as well. Um, and, you know, I I'm going to be honest with you guys. I do not have a problem uh, hooking up with conservative men. In fact, I actually really enjoy it. Like, give me the 100-week-old fishing picture. Give me the Saturdays for the boys' flag in the back of your snap. I could just do a whole episode about hooking up with Trumpies. But I like the edge that there is to it, first of all. Second of all, they're usually hotter. I definitely have some trauma from being bullied by, like, Hicks when I was younger. I had a big crush. Like, my first huge crush that was, like, on a guy. The first full-blown, like actual attraction crush I had was from the age of 10 to 11 on this boy, very homophobic, Christian background. I went to school with him and he was just horrible to me, calling me a queer, calling me a faggot. Something else he did, and I could talk about this all too, but he would bully me for being skinny too, and I loved it. Like, I really, I really was into that. I liked how um, he would call me like rib cage. He would tell me I need to eat a burger. Like, it was flattering. Like, I would suck in a little extra around him so he'd keep it, <laughs> so he'd keep it coming. I remember the first time he sent me like, we were on Facebook, like fighting on Facebook Messenger um, because I I don't know, I bullied him. Like looking back, this isn't good, but I do remember his family like living like in like an RV or something. And I was aware of that. And like, I, I would like make fun of him for that. And then he'd like, 
make fun of me. See, this has been a reoccurring theme in my life um, because I could definitely see myself getting involved with a Republican man. Um, obviously, if he was like racist KKK, like that kind of guy, absolutely not. I don't want to involve myself with that. Like, that's not cute. So that's my whole thing about Trumpy men. Um, I don't have a problem with it. You know, we can be each other's DLs. He's going to hide me. I'm going to hide him. And it's all going to work out. Everything's going to be okay. So looking at the analytics from my last podcast, I found that it was 73% female, 27% male, I believe. Is that right? Yes. So that means, you know, uh, also something that surprised me, 0% non-binary listeners. So, you know, not really doing it for the girls and gays here, just kind of doing it for the girls. Um, but I was just surprised because my Instagram is followed by mostly men, which is where I was promoting it. Um, and my TikTok's pretty even, but good thing. Now that I'm thinking about it, that means it's a good thing because the guys that I hook up with and the guys that I know are not listening to this podcast, which is good because that just means I can like talk shit. So, and I can spill and I don't really have to worry about that because I on it, I don't think they give a fuck really. But um, if they did, for example, I don't listen to the pod. I need content. I need something to talk about with the dolls. Obviously, I would never drop a name about a guy I've hooked up with. No indicators. But, you know, I think y'all want to know the tea on that. Let me know if I'm doing too much, obviously. If you don't want to hear about it. I guess Oprah Winfrey has a podcast. Go listen to that. Jeanette McCurdy made a podcast about her mom. Go listen to that one. If you are, you know, Christian and go to church, don't listen to this. That's all I'm saying. And if you want to go watch PBS, you are entitled to do that. I'm just going to get it out now. I'm a we, we know anybody who follows me, who has seen me for long enough, knows that I it's just too late to have shame. It's 2022. We're in the era of, you know, embracing. Um, I felt very constricted on TikTok. I felt like I had to be Disney Channel all the time. And now I'm like in my Hannah Montana era, like or like post Hannah Montana era, like Miley when she did Wrecking Ball. That's how I feel now because I'm just like, you know, it's a little bit uncharacteristic for me, but I can be a whore all I want. It's my fucking podcast. I own the RSS feed. Um, I can be a whore. If you're not into um, a bit of an unholy, you know, a little unholy conversation, click off and, you know, come back when you're ready to be a hot girl. This is not for, you know, we are not mathletes. We don't know how to do math. We know how to look cute. We know how to act sober when we're high and we know how to but we do not know how to do math. That is just not in our repertoire. So if that's your thing, um, I suggest, you know, clicking off and, you know, kicking it with the old ladies. I have been rolling, not rolling. Oh my God, I wish. Um, I have been filming for 40 minutes now. All right, so my last little subject is two nights ago, um, I was talking to this guy on Bumble and he asked me if I was having any luck on the app and I was like, yeah, definitely. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be on Bumble if I wasn't getting dick. He told me he was surprised 
um, okay. And then he said, he basically insinuated I should be on Grindr. And I was like, um, no, Grindr is not for the pretty girls. Um, it's not a pretty girl move. Where are the conservative fluffy brown hair boys? They are not on Grindr. I will tell you that. So I think I'll pass and stick to where I do the best. I just think about that TikTok about that guy who um, wanted to go on Grindr in Mexico and his toe got cut off and he woke up unconscious tied up to like a park bench. Grindr's not for me. I'm not Jules from Euphoria. I think that was enough for this podcast. That was enough oversharing and I don't want to spend two hours editing this, which fuck, I already know I'm going to. But I'll just take an extra Adderall, just pop another one just for, you know, a little extra focus. Not for the rush. No. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to me embarrass myself. I really hope you enjoyed. If you liked it, Make sure you give it a five-star rating and subscribe. Turn on those post notifications so you can hear me every time I'm in the mood to humiliate myself. Thank you for listening. Um, I love you guys. And, you know, I'm definitely going to respond to your questions more in my next podcast. I really want to start getting guests on here. I had dozens of mutuals, especially trans girls, tell me that they wanted to get on this podcast. So I'm going to figure that out. Um, Here's my thing, though. I'd want it to be in person. I'd want them to be here so we could film it together. I'm not doing like a Zoom podcast. Like, I just know the quality is going to get ruined. I'm only doing podcast guests if they want to come to my house and film it with me. Uh, but yeah, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you leave that rating, even if it's a bad rating. Anything helps me in the algorithm right now. So, but I'd prefer a good rating, obviously. And you can always feel free to leave a review. If you fucking hated it, make sure to tell me why. Toodles. Ew. No, fucking bye. Bye. Wait, that was actually kind of good. Okay.